The Truth Commentary with Rob Pugh, publisher of the Wisconsin Christian News, a ministry dedicated to the truth revealed through Jesus Christ, encouraging listeners to stand boldly as the King's return is at hand. There's no question there's a lot to be concerned about in our world today as we descend deeper and deeper into darkness and depravity. Near or at the top of that list is the sexual deviancy, hedonism, and depravity that seems to be everywhere we turn now as the LGBTQ plus mob celebrates the conquering of more and more hearts, minds, and souls every day. What was once considered hardcore pornography is now being welcomed into our public schools, even some of our so-called Christian schools, under the banner of diversity, equity, and inclusion. Like our education system, our public library system is also beyond saving now, having gone woke under the leadership of a lesbian activist president of the American Library Association. Her perverted sexualization of especially young children's reading materials has gone nationwide now. In 1963, 45 communist goals to take over America were read into the congressional record. Just 60 years later, I dare say they've accomplished just about all of them. The plan was to capture one or both of the political parties, get control of the schools and teachers' associations, infiltrate the press, gain control of key positions in radio, TV, and movies, eliminate all laws governing obscenity by calling them censorship and a violation of free speech and press, break down cultural standards of morality by promoting pornography and obscenity in the media, present homosexuality, degeneracy, and promiscuity as normal, natural, and healthy, infiltrate the churches, infiltrate and gain control of big business and unions, discredit the family as an institution, encourage promiscuity and easy divorce, emphasize the need to raise children away from the negative influence of parents. These are just a few of the 45 communist goals to take over America. Their plan was well thought out and expertly executed. It happened so incrementally at first, we never saw it coming until it was too late. Now, in our supposed representative republic, we the people have no representation at all. You can write your congressman every day for the rest of your life, and I guarantee it will change nothing. They're laughing at you, friends. We are their fools, and they continue to fool us every election cycle. So is there anything we can do to push back against the ugliness, the filth, and the demonic forces that have a stranglehold on our land? In June of 2000, Bill Clinton declared the month of June as Gay and Lesbian Pride Month. Since then, Pride Month has spread around the globe, with, of all places, Israel being the number one homosexual destination in the world now. But sodomite pride and everything that goes along with that is no longer just for the month of June. Oh yes, you'll see the sodomite flags flying high over state houses, the White House, and other government buildings throughout the month of June. But while that symbol may come down from government buildings on July 1st, this hideous monster never sleeps and definitely never quits. Especially wherever there are young children, you'll see the rainbow flags and all the twisted indoctrination that goes along with them. Recently, I watched online a city council meeting from the small town I grew up in. I moved out of that town several years ago, and at that time, there were no sodomite celebrations of any kind there. But things have changed. This mental illness is being specifically pushed into the smaller towns now, oftentimes brought in by the LGBTQP mob from larger cities. 
Since few would attend in a small town, they need to bus in large crowds to fill the space during their celebrations and make it appear that everyone is a sexual deviant. I believe their Pride Festival is now in its third year. During this city council meeting, the public was invited to speak. A pastor friend of mine contacted some of the local pastors and churches in that town, begging them to come and speak against this year's planned events. Apparently, some of the woke pastors in town alerted the local homosexual crowd and their allies, and they urged them to go and speak in favor of it, and many did, twisting scripture verses and taking them so far out of context it was unbelievable. This is what's being taught in, dare I say, most of our churches now. By the way, in addition to a pride celebration complete with kids' activities, they'll also be hosting a drag queen show. All this in a downtown public park for all to see. Last year, as drag queens danced provocatively in front of little children at this event, the little children were given dollar bills to stuff in the G-string underwear of the perverts. Understand this, if you can. Their parents gave them dollar bills and urged the kids to tip the drag queens by stuffing them in their barely-there underwear. At the city council meeting, there were many who came to speak against this, but they were far outnumbered by the sodomites, and it was sad to see so many young people there, already brainwashed and damaged for life, as they declared themselves to be homosexuals, bisexuals, transgenders, or some other form of deviancy. When a 14-year-old girl came up to speak, she told about how she was a lesbian and that she learned that was just fine and that God loves everyone no matter what they do or who they're sexually attracted to. And she learned this from her mother, who, she said, is a pastor. A mother also spoke about her teenage son who's transitioning to a female and how she was so proud of her son. This mother then explained that she herself is bisexual. Now, I wonder what in the world could have possibly confused her kid to think he's really a girl. Perhaps living in a household where there is no godly moral compass, but instead a mother who brings home sexual partners of both genders and has sexual relationships with any and all. And now this mother is so proud that her son is openly becoming his authentic self by transitioning to a girl. This is all going on in a small town of less than 20,000 people. It's also happening in even smaller towns. And in the bigger cities, it's all been very well established for many years now. Although the real numbers of people who live as sodomites or transgenders are extremely low, the LGBTQ plus mob is so well organized and so richly funded by the biggest of donors, it seems they're the majority. But it's all theater. It's all about the optics. Those who spoke against the Pride Festival and Drag Queen Show at the city council meeting made some very good arguments for their position. Scientific arguments, historical arguments, common sense arguments, moral arguments, Christian arguments, and many were very well spoken. The sodomites, on the other hand, always used emotional arguments to make their points. They talked about fairness, equality. They talked about how love is love, regardless of what that means sexually or how many young children are involved. And in the end, there was really no reason to hold a public hearing because the city council voted overwhelmingly to let it all go forward, shelving laws based on morality that involve public displays of vulgarity, nudity, sexual acts in public, and worse. That's what goes on at these events. And of course, in their twisted, deranged minds, they expect us to believe this is actually benefiting the children.
So how can we, as remnant Christ followers, and by remnant I mean there are really only a very, very few who can rightly name the name of Christ, how can we have our voices heard? Obviously, even in the small towns, the government officials let us speak but have no intention of listening to anything we have to say. Their perverted minds are already made up before the meeting begins. Vote them out, you say. Well, if you still believe there's any hope for a political solution to this, I'm sad for you. The people you elect to represent you, even if they call themselves conservatives or Christians, mock you behind your backs and laugh their heads off because you still keep buying what they're selling, even though they openly mock you once they're in office every single time. Now, some have suggested we have a straight pride parade to push back against the filth of Sodom. I don't see that working. First of all, normal people don't celebrate pride. Pride goeth before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall. And secondly, what would a straight pride parade even look like? A bunch of normal people walking down the street? No, there are better options. J.R. Harrison, who heads up the Natural Family Foundation, which can be found online at naturalfamilystrong.com, suggested we start a month to celebrate the natural family, one man and one woman, united in marriage and raising their children in the fear and admonition of the Lord. He suggests it starts on Mother's Day and go through Father's Day. But that would require the churches to lead the way. And while I wholeheartedly agree with J.R.'s idea, our modern American churches will never go against the pop culture. But I have another idea. Perhaps it's too late to implement this year, but start planning now for next year. Here's my idea. While the Pride Festivals are going on in your city, in a city park, you can hold a natural family celebration festival in another park in your town. From my experience, it's fruitless to go to their festivals and protest or try to witness the gospel to them. You'll be verbally and physically attacked and abused, and the police will always take the side of the sodomites. Instead, hold your own festival in another city park. Invite vendors to come for free and set up booths with homemade crafts, a farmer's market, and food wagons. Contact your local farmers and set up a petting zoo for the kids to come and pet baby animals, baby chicks and ducks. Invite local songwriters to perform wholesome music. Invite your local Mennonite congregation to have their youth choir sing. If you've ever heard one of these, you know there's nothing in the world like it. Simply beautiful. Have stories for the kids read by moms and dads and grandparents. Maybe some old-time stories that are God-honoring, such as you'd find in the old McGuffey readers they used to use in public schools. Have farmers or homesteaders teach classes on constructive things like gardening. The kids could plant a flower in a little pot for their moms. They could also teach basic building skills. Let the kids build a bird feeder from pre-cut wood pieces you supply. Have games for the kids that are educational. Invite your local homeschool groups to participate too. Maybe even invite your local collector car club to have a car show. Or horse and buggy rides from local Mennonites. I think if you model what the natural family looks like with wholesome entertainment and educational things and things for kids to explore, a lot of families would show up. You'd likely have way more people than the sodomites, and you'd put them to shame. An event like this needs to be very visible, though, so even people just driving by will stop in and take part and advertise it as a celebration of the natural family. In the end, see who gets the bigger crowd and which of the two events is viewed more positively by the community at large, 
the filth of Sodom, or a nice, wholesome, old-fashioned family festival. Now, if you can't get this done this year, start planning now and do it next year. Such an event will make a strong statement and show a strong contrast between what's being forced upon us by reprobates and what God intended as the foundation for a civilized society, His natural design for marriage and family. Audio versions and transcripts of this message are available when you call me at Wisconsin Christian News, 715-486-8066, or email Rob, R-O-B, at wisconsinchristiannews.com and ask for message number 393. This has been the Truth Commentary with Rob Pugh, publisher of the Wisconsin Christian News. Find us on the internet at wisconsinchristiannews.com. Questions and comments? Email Rob, R-O-B, at wisconsinchristiannews.com. The views expressed are those of the speaker.